0: what you believe hi hey guys this is episode 156 of the Oprah rose show i'm tt i'm gg and i'm dd and i actually did it out of order but it's okay you know one of the Oprah, Oprah rose show um i've had tequila and wine had a little day today but we're here and i'm so excited mind you um, you're I drinking straight tequila Again. Yeah, you don't. It don't even got no ice in it. Not a, not a drop <laughs> of ice. No, it's room temperature. Mm-hmm.
2: hmm I hope it's añejo or a reposado. It you better do. not be silver. You better so, not
0: be drinking okay. hot silver tequila. So this is the thing that I did not know. Um, you know, I met my parents and. The, it, it's a bottle it's a blanco bottle of closet azul not like you know i feel like oh yeah sees, okay oh, have i have that in my house like. <laughs> yeah and so it's actually it's still good yeah, like, yeah, yeah. y'all
3: hot. real fancy
0: Jose like, no shade and no shade to anybody <laughs> you drink that, but you know
3: <laughs> yeah no 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 but oh, wait gee God. what's what kind of wine you drinking
2: um shit you know um she I don't know mean, y'all. Don't know um, <laughs> I just said that. I think it said Menage a Trois on the bottle or something. Okay. <laughs> well, I've seen that one. Yeah, she's yeah, not, yeah. She's not fancy. I think like twelve ninety nine, but she's yeah. cute. I've seen her. She's cute. Nice, subtle. um A little s, as- a little acidity at the back, you know. um But very fruit forward. Forward. Nice, mild. um I'm trying to get my little notes here, here she go <laughs> right oh <my> like
3: <laughs> with this 12 dollar bottle of wine all right, all
0: right it tastes like wine. <laughs> um, <laughs> no but i love it she's always here to educate us on our spirits and you know the flavors and and acidity yes. and i'm just like girl it tastes good um <laughs> so today you know we i feel like I was thinking this last night, we've had so much like feminine energy, you know, obviously last yeah. week, we had um, Felicia and Kida on and talk about eggs over easy and fertility, um, specifically within the black, specifically within black women. And then this week, we have good moms, bad choices.
4: Yay! Hey. Hi. Here. We're so excited
0: to oh. be here. So excited. Um I just have to tell y'all, they look so cute. Y'all can't see us. So <laughs> cute. And oh, but, oh no, this this whole thing. No. no it's like this light. I mean, I know y'all in LA and so it's like four or whatever. But like it's giving light, it's giving rainforest, it's giving <laughs> Like I'm giving past smoke.
4: It's um, giving sun. <laughs> it's giving a good time. You better stop. <laughs> yeah, what,
0: what, what, look, what, what does everybody on Twitter say? It's the sun for me. Um, it, yeah, it's, the sun. it's the sun for me. Y'all okay. are looking amazing. Um, Thank yes. you. What is this
3: lip color? Like, I need to know.
4: Um. What
0: is this? What up,
3: put I don't know. Shit. It, it looks so good. Y'all the, can't oh, okay, see it. Okay. Okay. Well, the
4: lip liner is Lip Bar, okay. which is a black, with black yes, bone. That, that lip bar is so good. And then I just went all the way. Oh, actually, no. Kat Von D's Mexican, so the Mexican. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got a little Mexican in the middle. <laughs> okay.
1: Black P-O-C. on the outline, Mexican in the middle?
4: Yes. I didn't know Kat oh, Kat Von D D was Which Mexican. is very much like me. I am black and Mexican, so <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just... It's an ode saw. to my... My lips are an ode to myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. What is the new term? Like, B-I-P-O-C or something like that? I can't keep up. Biopic. That. Yeah. yeah. Shit. yeah. What? Biopic. what is
1: it? Biopic. Yeah. B-I-P-O-C. And then, <laughs> What is that? Like, I'm I'm part... part Person of color, part other. It's a, a way to just throw everybody.
2: Into Black, it. indigenous, or people person. Of people of color? Yeah, color. yeah,
1: some shit like that. I learned it. No, once. I said I, I'm not I, I can't keep up. I can't yeah. keep up with all the the alphabets and the yeah. abbreviations. Same. I'm really trying to be woke here. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> how how can one keep up? They want us to fail. It's okay. fine. I'm like it's the fine. plus mm-hmm. and the. My language.
0: I really try hard to be woke. But at the basis, I'm really basic. Well, the thing is
4: that it's it's ever-changing. It's constantly changing. So just when I think I finally got it, I don't got it. They've added some letters. Yeah, I feel like like. black people didn't
2: ask for that. Or any person of color. No, we never asked for that shit. Black people like, nah, nigga, we black. We black. (laughs) We've been (laughs) black. I don't know what (laughs) y'all call (laughs) it.
0: I actually, I had to fill out something for like... Basically, like, this nomination thing with the music. And they're like, how do you identify? And I was like, I ain't going to get this thing. Because I was like, I identify as a black woman. Not BIPOC. Not BIPOC. <laughs> oh, my black. I was like, they did not. This is a major publication. <laughs> <laughs> for all of that. But I just, you know, I'm black. I'm blickety blickety, blickety black Blickety-black. <laughs> black. They had to know. Trattle slavery babies,
2: okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't ask to be here. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did you guys, you know, we always like to start off with, you know, a little background. So how did you guys meet and decide
1: to start your podcast? Um, Eric and I started, uh, we have a mutual friend and we knew of each other because of Instagram, of course, and the only reason we really pursued each other as friends is because we realized we both had kids around the same age, and nobody else in our either one of our friend circles had any kids. So, um, but after Erica had Instagram stalked me, she decided that she found out I was going to the club with one of our mutual friends, and she she like literally appeared in the hallway at the dark hallway of the bathroom of the club and was like, "Hi." <laughs> I'm Erica. Our, our, you're a mom, right? You have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Nisha. And I was like, yeah, I do. And she said, take my number. We should get the girls together this week. And I was like, oh, my God, no one ever tries to be my friend. I'm always a friendly bitch floating around the club. So Can- I- <laughs> cancer. Mm hmm. So I was super excited that someone actively pursued me in the line at the bathroom. And um, the next week we got together, got the girls together. We didn't really know each other, even though we grew up both in the valley and we had mutual friends and we kind of like kept it surface. We were like doing like kid shit, but drinking wine and smoking weed and we probably hung out like a total of three times with like out the kids. And one one day later in the future, maybe two years later, after Erica broke it off with her baby daddy, she was like telling me a story about how she was single now and ready to mingle. And she had met a couple and on tender. And I was like, Oh, no. I was like, oh, I didn't know she was a spicy. I was like, oh. I knew I liked her, but I did not like her that much. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, okay, tell me more. And then she was like, oh, anyway, I've been looking for podcasts about like single mom parenthood for in a women of color perspective, and I can't find any. Do You want to start one? And I was like,
3: in that voice.
1: Yeah, that was how she did it. <laughs> That's exactly how I said it. I fucking love it. And I was, and I said, are we going to? How honest are we going to be? Are you going to tell about your couple you met on Tinder? and she was like i guess we can't get fired so i was like all right count me in so <laughs> so then we started sharing all of our business <laughs> that day and here we are now we're best friends
4: because so so we really got to know each other on the podcast like i really got to know all the stories i hear about jamila i'm hearing a lot of them for the first time while everyone else is hearing them so i'd be like bitch you did what Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and so yeah that's kind of how it started and i i I think we didn't really realize when we started our platform that we um were maybe well i felt really alone that's really why i reached out to jamila because i don't know about you um Gigi, but I yeah. I had a really hard time making friends. Like with I had, like I had no mom friends, and I felt really alone. I was going through postpartum. Like yeah. I was desperate. I I literally went to the club to meet this bitch and then left <laughs> to go back to my baby. <laughs> and I was like, we will be friends. <laughs> um, and so I feel that right, I. And so really when we created this platform, I'm so glad. Like we've been able to connect with so many women that feel have felt alone, and also like. You know, some might deem us as wild. We smoke weed, we drink, we, you know, we do shit. That's wild. That's wild. That is home for (laughs) me. But people, like, a lot of people feel really uncomfortable talking about those type of things. So I think on our platform, we talk a lot about, you know, taboo topics that generally, you know, women feel uncomfortable talking about. Sex, dating, one-night stands, doing mushrooms, whatever the
1: fuck you want to do. And and then we think think about all the, like, all the, the moms we see, like, on TV or in social media. Like, they're usually Caucasian. you know they're usually married they have a white picket fence their kids don't have any stains on them you know it's like it's just like some some betty crocker ass you know perception of motherhood that we get to see and so you know there's and then when we think think of like single moms and then we think of single black moms i think of like that fucking holly berry movie with isaiah oh (laughs) yes yes exactly finding
2: isaiah Extreme
1: (laughs) levels of fucking poverty, poverty, it's
2: poverty,
1: poverty like, just damn. Like <laughs> so you know there's an, a much needed niche for like representation of like all different yeah. types of mom and yeah. like a, the real perspective not like some bullshit betty crocker i'm making a cake type yeah. shit
4: no cakes getting
1: big i love that because i i, I you
0: know like obviously like i'm not a mom but i feel like you know should one day should that happen um like I know like not that when I say that not that much is going to change like I'm still going to be doing the same things, drinking room temperature tequila because I'm going to have to because I have got the kid like yeah.
4: no there's no time to put ice <laughs> like, yeah,
0: because, <laughs> like it's just got to be warm um and I, and I do and I admire that and I love that like you guys had um Christine Michelle Carter who wrote like mom AF on recently mm. and like I, I went to middle school with her like I've known her since like the fifth grade And I remember reading her book and I was like, damn, I ain't got no kids, but this is super relatable. And just like (laughs) talking to her and it's like, we need more of that because I think that, you know, that is completely the real of like what people are going through. And I think, especially in LA, like LA without kids to me is very lonely um <laughs> you have to make like what you did you would have to do that to me in LA with like a friend just like oh girl you're going out uh, and I saw you on a close friend or something like that like it's so lonely and it's just so yeah. far spaced out so like all I know is it better be some play dates with y'all beautiful girls and this oh, absolutely and oh, like girl bring
4: I, them I on over do, look we yes. have have a little I have I have created a back my backyard oh like, yeah it's like an adult and children playground. Mm-hmm. I, I got that. a trampoline. I got yeah. the. I got. I got a little geometric climby shit over here. <laughs> oh, I got. Yeah. A, I got a sauna. So oh, I'm coming. You know, I'm oh, I'm sauna
3: coming
4: too. Oh. Oh, okay. we got an outdoor shower. You can get real sexy back here. Oh, okay. okay
0: so we're going offline <laughs> because we will be in LA in two weeks, and I'm
3: sure oh, so the come whole Overalls crew all of us. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. we are
0: coming great. over we doing a little Palm Springs trip. Uh, oh, okay. Right. okay. So you're not too far. You're not too far from LA. No, And I'm going to stay in LA. I'm going to stay with G. So like, yeah. we'll be there. Okay. Cool.
3: We'll do an episode live yeah. from Palm Springs.
4: Cool. <laughs> we're actually, we're going to Joshua Tree tomorrow. We got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, I love it.
2: Yes. I love Joshua Tree. Oh my goodness. This is, so, I'm I'm just so happy because y'all know we're about to be friends in real life. Uh, right? uh, <laughs> yeah, right. We're friends, uh, how you did it, Eric? I'm about to do both of y'all like that. So. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> she cornered me on zoom. <laughs> she me
0: in the zoom. She
5: cornered me on the zoom.
0: <laughs> We're best friends I love now. Um, and so I, I, I told you before this show started, um, I had insomnia last night and I Instagram stalked you guys completely, <laughs> um, like separately and was like, Oh, and then I look and the sun was up. I was like, God damn, I gotta go to sleep, bitch. Story <laughs> <laughs> of my fucking life. Yeah, I was I like, know. wait a god damn. I heard the sprinklers coming up. I was like, oh, wait a god damn. sprinklers. Okay. <laughs> the sprinklers. <laughs> That's when you know i'm running off of adrenaline so
3: i just love this though this is just feels like very like black women girl crushing on each other and i'm just literally sitting back and watching so this is beautiful to see black women do this so
0: (laughs) continue just continue i just had to call it out all day every time someone called me about something like as i'm like i I would literally just be like i can't wait till later i can't wait can't wait (laughs) yes but um, you guys did talk about. You mentioned Joshua Tree, and and G and I were speaking about psychedelics, and and um, when we go to Palm Springs, I can't yes. wait.
1: Um, you got you got the hookup because
4: we got one for
0: you. What, what are, so,
1: so what are your what are your drug plans in in, in Palm Springs? Let's just, let's just Go straight to it. Um,
2: definitely, obviously, we. I'm the I'm the weed head over here. So we will definitely be great friends. Um, I'm the weed head, but. I took mushrooms, well, I took them hey. once before, a couple of years ago, but um, I took them recently and had an amazing experience, and I was telling T about it Um and so she's like, "Oh, bitch, we gotta, we gotta do this shit. So we're gonna do, we're gonna do mushrooms in Palm Springs, because yeah, um, it's place to do it right. You know, nature, um, chill, good vibes, relaxed energy. I feel like the COVID energy has been intense here. Mm-hmm. You know, been, um, no, um,
4: especially well New York. I can only imagine yeah, like the COVID energy yeah. over there. Shit. Yeah.
2: So we gotta be in a place where
0: we can relax. I don't energy. get panic." i don't get panicky and i like had a full-on panic attack at, like the onset of covid so i was like that's why i've been
4: here so much me i had the same shit girl i girl, was losing I, my shit it's been, a, it's, been a, it's,
1: been a, it's been a real wave like I'm i am fine. Had, I'm I tough. had
4: moments of like i was like judging jamila i was like bitch where have you been <laughs> i'm like don't <laughs> you know we have a business where oh, we literally hit go meet people <laughs> you can't be around your baby daddy you don't know where the fuck the nigga been only I
1: can be around mine. <laughs> I'm going to my mom's house. You stay here. Like, <laughs> bitch. Oh my God. Like, funny,
4: I've though. sanitized doorknobs. I was going crazy. And now oh, I'm just like,
3: yeah.
4: look, I just sent my daughter to summer camp today. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I wow. Okay. Getting her ass to summer camp. I need a break. She catches yeah. COVID. We all catch it. I don't give a fuck. Honestly, but that's,
3: <laughs> the, that's the crazy part too. Cause when you think about it, like we'll the, survive. The we'll be fine. <laughs> okay <laughs> like the beginning of it everybody was like oh i need to wear a mask i need to wear gloves and wiping down everything now it's like you can go outside it's fine
4: it, it, i still it. wear the gl- i mean i did mean, forget actually i went into a donut shop yesterday and i didn't have a, gl- a mask on I, I just forgot and everyone and i was like why is everyone staring <laughs> and, yeah. I'm, and, yeah. and then i was like oh sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it happens i, it I, happens I feel like i'm I've gone back and forth, like I'll wear the mask, but like my man, who's not my man, is super, like super on it, and I'm like, nigga, I saw that fuck your dog get in your bed with no shoes, so yeah, <laughs> I didn't see. You walk- yeah. I didn't see you wash that dog's paws. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that part,
0: no, oh my that god, <laughs> it, like, it is. It's t- I mean, like yeah, I'm a fake hypochondriac, so like I've already had a COVID test. Like I woke <laughs> me up with a throat and was I like, I have it. Oh my gosh, Bitch, I me I too. It. And <laughs> I'm here, or,
4: or, or, oregano oil. I'm like. But,
0: uh-uh. so much i've had the entire sea of sea mosses like oh all I've, the sea mosses Yeah, all the sea
4: mosses
1: the <laughs> so much turmeric and ginger
3: oh my gosh oh, yeah. turmeric and ginger
1: like uh, it's gonna cure yeah, yo, i was about to basically to start a whole
4: other instagram page <laughs> just for my juices because <laughs> like i was in, fully invested in covid health juicing but now i don't even juice anymore at all so. <laughs> Me, yeah i stopped i stopped last week i was like i'm not over
0: this and this shit is getting expensive but <laughs> this is the healthiest i've ever been i will say that like COVID definitely made everybody like pay attention. And and like I said, I already am like i have ocd and i'm a hypochondriac so it's not really a good combination for me but
4: we're here we're, we're figuring out and i'm like well what's we better we what's what well, i'm happy for y'all is that y'all are going on a
1: trip you're and getting the, the fuck out and you're doing mushrooms and you're doing mushrooms yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, mo- most of all overly important i think the best discovery in quarantine has been the gift of mushrooms mm-hmm. because yeah because it's an intense time especially what did if you i live? expect um it's not it's really not that intense. It's very fun. It's fun, loving, it's laughing. It's it's like you feel one with the earth. Everything Yes. Works. I have one to tell accord. you guys.
0: I, I I and I'm not I'm not a smoker. I am um, a drinker. Like I passed out on an edible twice. I don't
1: I don't do edibles. edibles are different. Edibles okay. uh, yeah. it's not, the, it's not <laughs> the same. Don't even <laughs> yeah. Don't even do that. Edibles you can't gauge. There's a hit. You it's just it's
4: you yeah. Don't know edibles what is guess.
3: like okay. you just what open I will up say is, whatever.
4: What I will say though is if you're gonna do the mushrooms, don't try to like do little at a time. Yes. Like, do them all at once or whatever amount you agree upon because it's not one of those things that you can just like. And it a little bit. To yeah. A little bit. Like, yeah, you just, okay. need to just go it. in and or just go. Don't do it because okay. and and also like you're gonna obviously be with someone you love, so you'll be cool. Like you just from like mushrooms is the type of drug you want to do where you feel safe where yeah. you have space to stretch out y'all might not even want to talk to each other for a minute y'all she might go in her little corner and just whatever the fuck you might go outside look at the stars you might cry yeah you're probably gonna yeah. cry I'm- i cried and that's why i was like bitch you're gonna be half an hours. it's gonna be you gotta be committed <laughs> you gotta be committed yeah this but it doesn't but, it doesn't but it doesn't feel
1: like you're forever. It fe- doesn't feel no. like
4: you're committing to something where you're gonna be like losing your shit. Right. Like, it's not like
1: acid. No, not no. like acid.
4: That's a whole other okay. beast. I'm, I'm ready. Um, I'm
0: to- like again in the insomnia. We're do- oh yeah, you guys don't know this. We're doing it on Saturday and I had a vision of me like crying in the pool. It's okay, but everything's fine. Um I'm I'm totally
4: okay. What I will encourage you to do is set an intention. And I, I had my it. intentions. Okay, I have- What did I say? I already had my intention.
3: <laughs> and so and you know you what it might
4: it might not, you might not even you might forget about the intention
3: <laughs> i was just but. gonna say like are you just gonna think about that intention the whole time
4: no, no and, but when
0: it comes up yeah. i made it kind of basic it was it was clarity um like clarity and more self-love so like clarity in my relationships with myself and 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 kind of like overarching and then like i said just like a better it was like a bunch of things actually i said three it was actually like five um it was more <laughs> self-love I'm gonna write them down. I'll be ready. Though. Yes, I'm. I'll be ready.
1: And I feel like those are good because if you start to panic or you start to feel go one way or the other, you just th- that could be your space to just root back to. Why are you doing this? And what a lot of times
4: for? you'll you'll feel like it's over, and then it'll be like whoa, <laughs> <laughs> you're like,
2: like oh okay. that was me i was like i'm actually feeling better and i started to get off the couch and i looked at my phone and i was like oh
4: nah, uh-uh, no no you're you know, fuck the phone <laughs> the phone will always tell you the phone yes. is the gauge <laughs> you're like oh no you're like yeah i can't it's i don't sh- want to <laughs> 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 you're like yeah i ain't fucking with nobody on this phone right now you're like oh no that can't. Yep, and, do it. and also yeah. words like for yeah. me like i can't talk a lot like, hmm. my, like my my I, my man, like he talks so fucking much. I love him, but goddamn, what's the sign? About. Cancer. cancer. Okay.
3: Oh, love yeah. cancer. Oh, you're
4: a Scorpio or a Cancer? I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Cancer. Okay. okay. He I'm talks a, a lot. Hey, girl. No, Alyssa told us that. Wait, are you? You're a oh, Cancer, yeah. right?
3: I'm a Cancer.
2: He is a
4: Cancer. Uh, uh, yeah. What I'm are you? Anymore. What are you? Leo. Leo. Uh, okay. my, my rising is Leo. And my rising is cancer. Oh. oh I mean, reverse. Reverse. No,
0: like
4: <laughs> But he talks so much and he'd be trying to talk to me. I'm like, nigga, I cannot talk to you right now.
1: <laughs> I'm going to shut the fuck up and so should you. Because honestly, like words can't form currently. Yeah. <laughs> last last time me and Erica went to Coachella, you guys should check out if you haven't, our last episode called Mom And we do some we were so pressed to get high. Like, like to go crazy at Coachella that we did mushrooms and then we did ecstasy. But when I tell you, I could not talk for hours. She was talking to me and I was just crying, laughing. She was like, "We're lost." I was just like, <laughs> I just walking in a circle, laughing. Like I could, there. I, I don't think I said one single word for like that, two hours. That's amazing. Yeah, she did it. That, that would. I've had
0: so many like weird like. I think I'm okay at Coachella and then I'm not. And then the last one, like, Drew came and she was pregnant. I was trying to fight everybody. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I was her security guard. I'm five, too. Yes. Um, oh you're tiny yeah i'm tiny like i and i tried to fight if someone like looked at her i was like back up,
2: pregnant. Yes! <laughs> <next!
0: laughs> like why did I you get like pregnant four months right, so you, you right, couldn't right. really see but if you look you can't oh, okay, see a little belly it was just a tiny little dolly <laughs> and i was like so at one point I, something happened and they were like yeah you were like going off and diplo was like right next to you and i was like wait what happened i don't even
4: that
1: and I was like well, can it, get it too. It, Everybody can get it. Everyone can friend. get
4: this fire. <laughs> well, for us, we were at we were at we were at Kid Cudi. We were watching Kid Cudi, and like we couldn't. This is the point where everything started to like hit us. We we're like, oh shit! Oh. And like, I all I could hear was, oh, you know how Kid Cudi's music whoa, is like. Whoa, I'm on whoa, the, whoa, 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 the whoa, happiness and, and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, I couldn't see him on stage. All I could hear was this like scary voice, and Jamila was like, "I can't see him. Is he okay? I'm <laughs> worried about Kentucky. We can't see him. Where is he? Don't lose and me." And then everything, and then, and then suddenly he was. It was done, and then it was the whole Coachella day was over, and it was like a sea of people were just like coming. It's to not a you. good look. And don't do mushrooms at Coachella. Don't
1: do mushrooms and ecstasy <laughs> together at Coachella. At the end of Coachella, as it ends, this <laughs> oh, I may destroy you.
4: Oh no, I, th- I watched the first episode. I just well, watched. That- I think, there's an article in the New
0: Yorker, and it, I read it this morning, and it was talking about how uh, what's her name, Michaela uh, Coel, is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. that? Um That you you've never really seen like a black woman so freely doing so many drugs, mm-hmm. and like the first time you've seen that, and it made me literally that that made me think of that because w- keep watching it. I couldn't get into it at first, and then I went back and watched all of them. I think maybe last. I'm week. supposed to watch tonight. I'm supposed. To- it's good. I watch, no,
4: I, I was, was enjoying it. I my, watch it. I was watching with. with with Poetry Bay, and he wasn't into it, but I was into it. Did you guys and watch Chewing not. Gum
2: with her? Yeah, I watched a few gum. episodes of Chewing Gum.
0: I, I kind of liked it.
2: Yeah. see, I
4: didn't
0: like. I w-
2: couldn't I get did, into I Chewing not, Gum.
0: Yeah, I couldn't get into. It. I couldn't get into. I couldn't get into. I may destroy you. So
4: British humor is <laughs> British humor is, a it is. It is. It is different. It's I was just really curious, different. and I kept watching. But I noticed that too, and I and that is something that I will say like isn't i think it's important okay yes probably don't need to be endorsing drug use however (laughs) but i'm just saying like these things that white people have been doing from the beginning normalizing normalizing movies so many movies about white drug addicts having fun or whatever whatever it might be whether it's good or bad it's fine but like when a black person does it, they crack it yeah you you don't know
0: i literally thought that and i was like damn i can't think of another like unless it's like like very young or something like i can't Mm -hmm. think of like a middle-aged woman just like doing it. and like she's a writer she's on deadline and i was like yeah i really can't think of that doesn't exist yeah it
2: doesn't and i know that i have like my core group of friends who will do drugs with me like I've, i don't want to say that i've always been exploratory with drugs but i've always had like one friend who was like all right girl you want to do this shit we're gonna do this shit <laughs> and then sorry, it was just kind of taboo with everybody else But it was fine because I had that one friend who I could like deep dive with. Right, Right. And then after a while, it was just like, oh, yes, I did. I did blow off of fucking whatever, and that was <laughs> my fucking night, and I had a fucking blast, and it was just it was what it was. But right. so everybody like, mind your business. I yeah, survived. Everybody mind your
1: business. I'm good. Fine. Best drug ever, by the way. But- I mean, duh. I mean, fucking-
4: <laughs> I don't agree, but oh
1: shoot, Rick James <laughs> didn't say that shit for nothing. Okay, everybody knows oh cocaine God. is one hell of a drug. I mean, yeah. and I'm not saying that. I, I just it's not my drug of choice I anymore. L-
4: I do love much more things that. I older, I, like <laughs> I just don't, I don't do well like, with speedy drugs. <laughs> I'm better I I could, chilling in and
0: out. Yeah, with e. in and out. Ooh, okay. And
1: that's what she I uh, love
2: about cocaine, but she's expensive as hell. Yeah, you
1: know, it's just it's just, you know, it makes you like the most confident bitch on earth. I'm like, I'm really the does. shit. <laughs> Who wants yeah. to dance with me? <laughs> you, you, let's go. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it, it really does.
0: And then thirty oh minutes my later, you back to normal. <laughs>
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm already. That's
4: why I said I'm already like, Mah! but that, oh, but yeah. that, the, the next day, you hate your life. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. Not, hate, hate. not,
1: not good the next you day. don't
4: feel good the next day. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's why as you get older, it's just not the drug of choice any longer. Yeah, yes. that. exactly. <laughs> as my, I'm gonna
0: take a sip. My father just bought a shot in here. I'm just gonna take a sip. I saw that. that. I was like, she's oh, got cool juice now. now. Your
1: daddy did. Okay, you, daddy. you you might be my spirit animal because my parents are the same. Both my parents drink tequila. My grandma drinks tequila my, and smokes weed. It's just like an all in the family. I gotta honest, grandma. Everybody know. Oh, yeah, everybody.
0: Like slid the door open and I was like looking, like, Are you serious? And then he and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank <laughs> Dad. <laughs> I, I, I came home to visit from college once and um we were it was like Tuesday and we were like gonna go to the mall and my my dad made us margaritas to go. And I knew
0: oh well, we okay. call them a roadie. We call them a roadie in my family and we put them in coffee cups. Right a roadie, could, yeah. a roadie, yeah. And honestly
1: mm-hmm. I, I realized, oh, I'm an alcoholic. It's not my fault. So <laughs> it's not all a rody So your so fault, Dad. Bad. No, it's not Thanks, I'll take I
0: come, it. I come from a long lineage, like, of, of cult So, anywho. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you guys have both um, talked about dating, you know, and obviously dating with ki- kids, with two girls, two beautiful girls, might I add. Again, two. I'm like, so Thank cute. you. Um, I, I guess, what is that like? Like, and at what point do you guys think it's, like, okay to introduce, you know, your kids or your kid to... Um, to whomever
4: you're dating. Well, I've been single for almost three years. Wow. It's so crazy to say that. Um, I mean, that's the longest I've ever been single ever in life. Um, I've been, I'm a serial dater. and i've been in long-term relationships most of my life my last relationship was seven years and so after that i was like there was just no way i could jump back into something else i had learned too much i had seen too much i had a child like um so when i first became single i really took my time i really just wanted to fuck so because i had been been so monogamous and i was like i need to get the fuck out of here and i need to make sure my pussy still works because <laughs> i hadn't really been using it in my relationship either. can you hear me
1: now
4: <laughs> i was like i was i haven't been having sex in my relationship does this work anymore um And honestly, it was like, I joined, so I joined a dating app. That was, like, amazing for me at the time because I really needed to just, I really needed to just feel sexy. I really needed to just men to just hit on me for no fucking reason Mm -hmm. and just, like, feel like... I'm appealing because I started, I really didn't feel appealing anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like, you yeah. know, you're in a relationship, like, you and, ain't complimenting you and no more.
2: Like, you know, like, you're, like, oh,
4: you're bad bitch. Set, You're like, damn, you don't want me. What's wrong with me, girl? And I especially know. after the baby, too. Like, yeah. my body didn't look the same to me. I didn't feel the same. Like, it just there was just no, it just wasn't the same. So, da- d- joining a dating app. Matter of fact, let me smoke to this because <sighs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> We gonna make it light up. Come on.
0: Not um Drake, we're gonna make it
4: light up. Oh. Okay. So that was like
3: that was step number
4: one. And so I did that, I had a lot of tinder bays all over the United States. <laughs> Because I traveled a lot for work. And so, at first, I was kind of nervous to really start dating in L.A. on Tinder. Because I had, had, like, taken mine. I have been in a relationship for seven years. Dating apps. I didn't know anything about them. Like, in fact, I was thinking, like, they're for old people and shit. I was like, yo. And also, I didn't want any of my ex's friends to see me on the dating app. So, I was like, let me just do this while I'm out of town. So, that was nice. And then I finally got the courage to just do it in L.A. And it was fine. But dating was... Has been was good. There's ups and downs. I think, you know, Jamila and I have documented our whole dating experience throughout, you know, the be- the beginning and throughout our podcast. And I've had really great experiences. I, I I ended up starting to date someone more seriously last year. And that was like my first real serious dating situation since being out of my relationship. And he was the first person to meet my daughter very casually, like at a brunch setting, like there, she didn't know there was anything going on there Mm -hmm. um now i'm now i'm in a relationship now um which is really new it's like two months new 30 90 days new and my rules for dating previous to this they weren't like rules i just felt like the person that i introduced my daughter to casually i'd known for years like we had never dated but i had known for years so i felt more comfortable introducing her to him not quickly, we probably dated for like six months before he actually went to this brunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I met this new guy, I don't know, there was just something different. I, normally, normally I would have said, I would have said that um, I need to date someone for six months first and then maybe we'll meet in a casual setting and then like she'll slowly get to know him. That didn't happen this time. We dated... Obviously, we've been dating for, like, 90 days, and we've already been on a trip with my daughter, and my daughter knows that... I don't know if she knows he's my man, but she knows he's around a lot, and we're not affectionate in front of each other, like, kissing-wise, but, like, you know, we'll, like, hug each other and shit like that. So, I don't know. Like, I I thought I had all these rules set in place, but now that I'm in a relationship... I think you just have to, for me, like, I just realized I had to do what I felt was best for me Yeah. Um. when it comes to her. And I don't know if I'm fucking it up. We'll find out. I'm sure in therapy in 10 years
1: or something. Yeah. <laughs> 15 uh-uh. years. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is there is no right answer. <laughs> okay. The answer is every relationship is going to be different. Every circumstance is going to be different. And the craziest part is, is the shit changes because your kid yeah. reaches different ages and different understandings. I dated a guy who, you know, when my daughter was like, I've been single for three years, So she was like two or three. And, you know, like, it was just casual because she, she was there when I met him at a barbecue. So just rolled into that. And she was two. She couldn't really say shit. <laughs> now, you know, I'm seeing someone, she's like, oh, mommy took me to the so-and-so with so-and-so. I'm like, e- Shut the (laughs) fuck up. (laughs) You know, so, you know, and I'm a huge believer of, and probably too much, it might be like that East Coast shit. My parents talk to me like a human being. I talk to my five-year-old like a person. Mm -hmm. Who are you playing with? So You're playing with me. Your acting skills suck. Chill. (laughs) Chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like... And, and, and because my, my daughter, even though it sounds silly, she's five, she's my friend. So yeah. when I started meeting this guy and dating this guy and was getting excited about this guy, even though we had only been dating two months, I was like, oh, I have a new friend. He's this nice dog. Look at his dog. Look, he has a tent. He likes to go camping. I have a crush on him. You know, like, cause this is how I be talking to my friends. I like, see yeah. my friends. So
4: yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I haven't told. I haven't told. Ari, I already have a crush on nobody. But, but
1: we, have, we have different. You know, and even our kids are are two totally different girls, same age, right. and so we deal with them totally different. How we approach it is different. And the, of course, I think also it's a problematic as women, and in general society. Like that's another thing. Like that mom guilt. I think that we've been designed to hear about single moms bringing men around their kids too soon okay so like this is what i think is a a a, like a a, something i hear a lot around introducing single moms introducing men to their to their kids because my mom and her friend were like i was telling him my last relationship i'm in love i'm gonna be together you know blah 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 And they were like, well, what about Luna? You got to make sure he's not weird. Like, everything is about, like, some weird sexual underlying tone. Like, I'm going to leave my Mm -hmm. kid at home with this new nigga for four hours. Like, I'll be back. You guys (laughs) have a good time. (laughs) You know? Like, (laughs) bye. They can not babysit while I go go work my night shift and shit? Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't want to approach it from that place. And obviously, I'm not going to approach it, like, as a dumbass woman either. Right. (laughs) Nobody's babysitting. I I love that you mentioned that it's the single
2: mom bringing men around is it's only that narrative it's never really their dad and however many women that he aunties or friends that he may be bringing around their child and what that also creates for them too it's you only hear
1: from the mom's side that, well, that everything's on us and, 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 and it's lucky a slap us. in the face because are yeah. you suggesting and even though don't get it twisted like i completely understand like women smart women can know men for years and niggas be weird people be weird let's be yeah. like at no point Can you, can I a hundred percent trust anyone with my child until you can completely feel comfortable to discuss whatever with me? Like I'm not leaving anybody, my child with anyone. If she can't talk and express what happened, Yeah. period. But it's also like, don't insult my intelligence. You know, like, like I said, I'm not the mom who dates someone for even a year and you're going to be in any circumstance. We're going to be with her alone for a long period of time. That just right. doesn't make sense to me. That's not, that's not how I get down. Now, am I going to approach every guy I date? Like you're going to just- do like he's a molester. <laughs> no, you know, like that's not the case. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, hope that I can choose, judge the character the best that way. But just like, you know, we've all done it. We've judged our friends. We have a friend who's dating someone. They've been dating a very short amount of time. And I guess she sent the guy to the house to put her kids to bed. And the nanny said something it was like, you your bad, your bad mom. Your bad mom. Hmm. For letting this oh, new wow. guy you're dating come put your kids to bed. And initially, that could be an easy thought. We all could have, you know, mm-hmm. just surface. We could, no, we could also judge that easily. Easily. You yeah. hear that. You're like, fuck, where were you at? Why, why? was you not there? <laughs> you got a nanny? Why did he had to do it? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like someone's always going to have something to say about the decisions you make. I'm pretty sure before like five days before Erica introduced her bae to her baby, she was like, you should wait at least three months. You know, it's like no rush. She told me this about my bae that I had been dating the same amount of time. And then five days later, she's like, well, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah. It Erica, just you are me. Like ooh, wow, <laughs> <I am> triggered. <laughs> I'm
4: triggered. That is definitely, you know, know what, you know me. what I realized is, is, is what I didn't have previously and like why i've dated a lot of men since i've been single and never felt the need for them to meet my child is that i never really felt safe and Mm -hmm. like for the first time in a in in a in getting to know someone in a relationship i really felt safe someone really communicated exactly what they want their needs how they envision their future what they're looking for and expressed that to me and unfortunately like that's not something that i've gotten in dating i don't know about y'all but like niggas be out here like let's just see where it goes yeah. let me see yeah, let, me, let me come like, to your house you know like oh you're you know and i'm just like am i asking for too much by wanting someone to really just know what they want like why are we on the same wow. now Cause i'm on it because i'm looking for her. i want love i want a relationship i'm done i've done i did i already did it all <laughs> I done met the married couple. I done this and then this and this and this. <laughs> so I got it all out my system, and I'm ready to, you know, have something serious and meaningful. And so he really vocalized that to me, and I trusted him, and he showed me that I could trust him. So I felt like, okay, you can... You can meet my child. Also, I was Mm -hmm. tired of him coming over late night and then having to sneak him out in the morning. Right. So I was just like, look, what's this is what's going to happen. You're going to spend the night, we're going to wake up early before she wakes up. Mm -hmm. And then you were going to be on the couch fully dressed like you just showed up this morning. Right. And that's what
0: happened. Wow. I love that. I've been doing that ever since. (laughs) I love the fact that you also even just brought up feeling safe and people stating their intentions from jump street because i think that to be honest like i'm in a relationship but i i never really actually thought of those types of things until recently until i feel like you know now we did an episode maybe i think three weeks ago and we were saying how like don't say support black women when you really don't mean it and when you mean it just for like your friends and you don't mean it for whether it's the women that you love or someone on the street, but it's someone that you're intimate. And when I say intimately, I mean like just a relationship that you're involved with that you have a connection to. Um, I think it's very performative and yeah, I, I, I did a whole spiel on it. I was angry. I was upset. <laughs> so to, like I said, to even think about that, to think like, Hey, do I feel safe? I, and I saw something earlier today about, Women just like thinking of how you dress Around certain things And I was like damn you don't even think about all the things That you do like I work in a very Male dominated industry and I used to do Events for a living so Like certain things I would never wear short shorts I would never wear a low cut top Like I would make sure that everything was like You wouldn't have an excuse To come at me a certain way. Cause it's like, no, I'm here to work. I'm here to do this. And I was like, no one else has to think like that. You don't have to think about these types of things and just right. whether it's relationships, your everyday life, like literally just how you're going about everything. And I was like, this shit COVID is really real. I'm like, I, what it made me also realize was this is all like a chance to step back. So it's like, we're all in the house. We have nothing better to like, not even nothing better. Cause everybody got something to do, but like, you really, all of these issues are kind of like bubbling to the front of like safety and how we feel around men and, and what we're wearing and all these things. Like I always say it's for pandemics and it's just real. No, it's
4: true. I mean, I think people are home more than, I mean, you know, we did an episode with, I don't know if you know her, Jamila Lemieux and Mm -hmm. she, right. And so we were talking about dating and quarantine because she's been, she was telling me, and this is right before I met my dude that like dating and quarantine is so great. And I was like, bitch, no, it ain't. (laughs) And I, this is like, I hadn't rejoined at this point. So I met my dude on a dating app again. So I went, I rejoined a dating app. What happened child? I, well, I'm I'm well, retired but now, that, but that, <laughs> that you were on. <laughs> I was on Hinge. I was on Hinge. Oh, okay. We go.
1: both met our bays on Hinge. We endorse Hinge. Okay. Well, kind <laughs> of. I'm not really funny yeah. with Hinge. They're they're
4: real white over there too. Um. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. Uh. So, yeah. Like I, so she told me like she's like you you should you should reconsider like because people are at home. They're really like at home thinking like what is it that I want? I have time mm-hmm. to sit here and think about it, mm-hmm. and I think. I think that she was, I know that she was right, at least for me, you know, like I rejoined it and I did, I like started, I did start having more meaningful conversations with men, black men, because that's really all I date. Not really. That's all I date. So I just feel like if you come out of quarantine and I know people like, like, don't put so much pressure on yourself in quarantine, bitch. It's been like almost six months. You better have been doing something while we've been in quarantine. Mm -hmm. like. Asking yourself some serious questions What is it that I want Mm -hmm. What am I doing with my life Do I need to make a career shift Am I happy doing what I'm doing Do I need to be in this marriage Do I really fuck with you Like (laughs) maybe I'm ready for a relationship What do I want in that relationship Like this is the time to be thinking About those things because when the world Starts picking up again which I mean I don't I don't know if the world will ever be the same again after this You know But like Event, but it will go back to some form of what we knew. And a lot of that is distraction. A lot of that is, you know, a self-avoidance. And this is the time to really think about those things because you have the luxury of time. Yeah. It, so question, Because we
2: were talking about, um, you know, introducing your kids to a significant other or someone that you deem is worthy to be introduced to your child have you ever had to have a conversation with their dads about who you choose to introduce your child to and how was that? And what was that
4: like? Do you want me to go first? Okay. Uh, well for me, this, this conversation actually happened recently. So, okay. um, I've never had to have that conversation cause I've never really dated anyone serious enough to have it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, with this, with my with my current partner, I I knew I had planned a trip with him. My daughter was supposed to go with her dad that weekend. He something came up; he couldn't take her, and like the trip was planned. And I was like, "Well, I'm going on this month like a trip, so she's coming with me." <laughs> and like at first, I was like, "Oh God!" Like I don't want to. Actually, Jamila was here. We had another friend, Jessica. Shout out to Jessica Rose. She's another um, mom uh, that we. To hang out with, and she's dope as fuck. Um, but she was like, "Bitch, you haven't. You're not gonna tell him. You're not gonna tell him You're gonna take your the, your guy's daughter on a trip." And I was like, "She's hey. very righteous, this Jessica." I was like, "I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm like, would the nigga tell me? Like, I don't know. Like, probably. I'm pretty sure he already did it and didn't tell me. So, like, and she was like, "Okay, but." You need to set the the standard, and I was like, "Oh, God, she's so right, fuck." And the nigga just happened to be at my house at the time, so the nigga is my baby daddy, and so <laughs> I was, I was like, like, "Wait, which is the poetry bay? Who is no? That? He no? Baby daddy happened to had had stopped and happened to swing by and was like hanging out. Not like we don't really hang out, but like he'll go hang out with my with our daughter and stuff outside and stuff." So she was like, well, he's here. You might as well just tell him. And I was like, oh, God. <sighs> like, I was freaking out. I was, like, sweating. I was, like, asking, like, him, I'm like are you yeah. sure I have to do this? Like, what? And so she's like, just go outside and sit." And she, like, literally told me what to say. So I went outside and I was like, look, I love you. You know I love you because I do. I do. I love him. And I was like, "I'm. I just feel like you know, I'm about to go on this trip. I know you you're, you can't take our daughter, but I, I'm taking her with me. I've been seeing someone and she's met him and he's going to be on this trip. And I just wanted to make sure that was cool with you. And he was like, his, he was cool. He was like, it's cool. Hi. I trust you. I trust your judgment. I realize that you have to move forward and be, I want you to be happy. And like, that was literally all I could ask for. I didn't know Wow, he has a lot of ego, so I know he wasn't about to pop off. What's his like? time? Gemini. Oh, yikes! Okay, <laughs> so he—I knew he wasn't gonna like make a make a thing about it, even if he did have reservations about it. But like, just the fact that he was cool, kind of like gave me like it—it fi- it gave me permission, you know, to kind of yeah. really even it helped me open up even more so to my partner too. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's cool, and that's—I don't know. That's not I don't know if that's a good thing cuz I don't need my baby dad's permission really to like open up but like it makes sense though and I don't it, it makes a so lot of sense. sense it makes so much sense so so much sense. And um yeah, I mean that was my experience that was really recently and so um that was interesting. Now having the conver- I haven't I haven't really had the conversation with my daughter per se like this is my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's coming very soon like this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but, uh, yeah, I think, I think it is important. I, and I, I realized that it was important that I do that for, for, for me, because I want the same for him. I want right. him to feel like he must do that. And we've had conversations early on. We broke up about how, like, okay, when you start dating someone, you're going to have around my daughter. I I, saw, I told him I wanted to meet her now yeah. that I'm here. I don't know if that's necessary. Like, right. I don't necessarily need to meet the person because I know for sure it doesn't matter if I fuck with her or not. He's going to do what he wants to do, right? You know, and and vice versa. But I think just having the respect and having the conversation. Eventually, I'm going to meet her, or he's going to meet him. You know, mm-hmm. um, but having the conversation, I think, is the first step. Okay,
1: um, I agree. I mean, I am. I avo- I avoided it <laughs> because uh, my co-parent situation is less mature. My baby daddy is really immature, so there's just certain things I don't bother with, but um, I did take her, we, we went to a drive-in movie, and of course, like I said, she's 5, going on 15, so she can clearly you know, discuss, and I said, oh, I'm going with a friend or friends, we're going with friends, I said, and he was like, well, why didn't you tell me you're going with a guy, you know, you're, you're seeing, basically, and I was like, oh, I, I thought I'd mention that. I lied (laughs) because I'm like nigga, you know you'd be tripping, like, (laughs) I don't need to tell you shit. You talk too much shit, you know. Just I won't tell you shit. But you know, since you brought it up, yeah, I did. And if you want to talk about it, I we can talk about it. Um, And he's like, it's not a big deal, something to talk about. Cool, whatever. Like you know, at the the end of the day, I think I realize no matter what relationship you have with the person, the father or mother of your child, you have to, at the very minimal, um, just expect that they're not going to be bring anyone around your your kid that is some some terrible person. I have to respect you and accept at the very least if I meet them or not, if you choose to share with me, you have a woman or whoever around my child that's absolutely good to my child. Or else I'll beat your ass and I'll be that person's too. <sighs>
4: okay, you hope that but like uh I do mean, not always but, that's not the case for some people but you
1: have to just like <laughs> cross your fingers and it's not it's not and then you have to beat up people i mean that's just i don't really know the other way around the <laughs> like other way you're like i don't know i, mean, I don't name, know i'm beating your ass i'm beating your ass beat your ass fuck really. with my kid i'll beat your ass <laughs> it's just
0: very simple i love it you i was gonna say it's very black and white actually yeah it's very simple intention intention (laughs) um is there anything that you know you guys have like unlearned along the way that or
1: learned and unlearned along the way
0: that you would teach your girls
1: so much oh my god there's so much i mean i just i feel so many ways that I, i know a lot of people like may not may or may not agree with but you know some of the things like my, my daughter knows I smoke weed. I show her what it looks like. It's a flower. You know, it's not some big, scary thing. Um, I, I just, I just have this, I, I want to actively, continuously show my kid who I am really in a, like an age appropriate space so that there is no secrets, you know, like I want to just like talk about sex early, talk about masturbation early in like a shame free environment right. where it's like, yeah, like if you're going to, you know, be, if you're interested in boys, like make sure those niggas wash their hands and cut their nails and shit you know like just Back. normal just normal, normal regular conversations like give them trust me they don't get smart till at least like 48 you know like <laughs> just normal regular like things yeah, that we were so that. forbidden especially i think with between my mom and i because it was forbidden for her and her mom and like as yeah. black women and mm-hmm. experimenting and stuff and just talking about the shit that we go- we're going to do either way yeah I mean I agree I would say a lot of that for me
4: is based in sex because I didn't really talk. I didn't, no one talked to me about sex when I was young. And it was always from a, a scary space. And I don't even mean like sex, like the act of sex. I mean, like my sex parts, like so many things that like, we are calling weird things. Like, and even when I started my period, like the first thing that my mom told me and like, I love her. And I know she just was trying, she did her best, you know, and she did, she did her best. And she told me like, oh, well, now you can have babies, and I was like, wait, wait, what? Hold up, like, wait, wait what? what? There's yes, a whole, wasn't there like a whole other? Is, is there a whole other story before we get there about what's <laughs> happening to me? You know, so like it was like I was scared of my body, you know, and like what it could possibly do to me, and ruin my life. So it'll like, make you want please it. Don't make- fail me, body. Yeah. Like what the fuck? You know, and just. <laughs> So I think talking about, like, normalizing those conversations, and we, we do that a lot in our podcast, and, you know, we do that a lot in our everyday life with our kids, because, and, and, and don't think that those conversations are not awkward for me, mm-hmm. because, especially because I come from that, like, I've, it's really, a, it's an act, I have to practice it, yeah. because innately within me i'm like oh god like i don't you don't want to talk about this let's just call it this we'll get to it later (laughs) you know and it's like but no i don't i don't want those things for her so i think i think a lot of it has is based in that and then also um for me like i think the, the 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 conversation of men too and like for me like my dad wasn't really around in my life until like I was I don't know like five or six and then he was kind of in and out and like with her dad like I've made such an effort and not an effort because he's a good dad but like I really want them to have a relationship in all capacity and like in any way that I can facilitate because I didn't have that and I also want her to know too like because we our kids been watching freaking like all types of weird shit that we failed at we weren't monitoring them well enough and they watched they
1: watched shit that's like everything everything is rooted in um, women, like everything, is rooted in like girls needing boys. Yeah, like to, to like help oh, them solve, to save them, getting a prince, getting a them. prince charming. I love, I love Adrian. So uh, currently,
4: I'm doing a lot of unlearning of yeah. that right now with her because I wasn't monitoring her what
1: she was watching well enough, and oh, now like, it's like cinderella like I all mean, of it girl. that is all brilliant. of the shit but th- and then even like these newer shows that we've just caught on now like on netflix they're all rooted in almost like being saved by a man and then like we said yeah. as soon as we got on what are we always talking about these niggas wait! <laughs> right. Wow, it's It's lame Disney. I'm telling you, it's rooted in Disney. Just, it's rooted <laughs> in childhood. You know, yeah. e- even like we're, we're talking about like introducing people to our, our to our kids. You know, people will date men for like eight months and then like we're getting married, and your kids like, who the fuck is this and shit. Yeah, but it's right. like we ha- we ha- right. they have to even recognize the process. Like you don't just yeah. uh, date one nigga and he's Prince Charming. Uh uh-uh. Uh. Mm-hmm you know it doesn't work that way and actually Mm -hmm. we're we're being courted and so you know next nigga like there's a standard and all these you know like just normalizing regular shit that we generally don't see we just think these niggas are supposed to act like Prince charming but their moms didn't teach them to be i didn't think (laughs) about that this is so wow this is very damn that
2: whole like cinderella concept prince charming and he disappears
0: Yes, like oh, that no, we we exists. we kind because of, that's why I'm so fucked up. Like we talked <laughs> about that. And like
2: yeah, but I like, didn't think. I didn't like, think about it like from a from a perspective of it being pushed on my kid she's two she'll be five before i realize it that i'm gonna have to like
4: look at you know everything
0: Watching. yeah so
4: now yeah. we're doing unlearning like um e- even there's, as- a, there's this little show called ladybug and she's always chasing this nigga named adrian and mm-hmm. literally i was like styring ladybug is whack okay let me tell you why <laughs> because she don't need adrian Let me and so I'm over here trying to tell her, and she's fully convinced that Ladybug needs Adrian, and I'm like, and then they're gonna kiss, and then they and then they secretly like, let's go back and And rewind it it to go watch them kiss, and I'm like, oh no, no." this this (laughs) patriarchy is the
0: patriarchy. It's everything strong. is so rooted in patriarchy like i just cannot even
3: yeah so cuz like, you don't see the reverse of that like you're not seeing no. adrian needing She's lady yeah.
1: even even if the acceptance of our own bodies like i'm even really careful about like like, like you know, sometimes as adults we sexualize kids. Like, go oh, put some kid, some put some clothes on. There's, there's men here. Like, if there's some weird ass men here, those niggas need to leave. There's like, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. You, Like, let like I'm very yeah. big in, like letting my child be comfortable in her skin as a child and not like over too early being like, yeah, that shit away because it's gonna all the niggas are gonna go crazy like wild wolves, you know? <laughs> like, no, teach your niggas some fucking some home training. You know what I mean? Like, I. Like, I want my, my child to know there are respectful men that are going to protect you. There's mm-hmm. going to be some other ones that don't know how to act. Be aware of those, too. Go with right. your gut and your instinct and how shit feels if it doesn't feel comfortable. But also, I don't want my child going off into this world thinking like her body is a threat to society and yeah. shit. Like, it's just, there's so much things that we have to unlearn as adults. And also, we have to teach our kids, even with sons, too, that they can't be oh, acting oh, like dogs. Even so, more so.
2: Right, even more so. And that was actually actually going to ask you if you think that you'd be I mean, this is obviously hypothetical, but do you think you'd have the same approach um, if you had boys? As sons as opposed to daughters.
1: Definitely. We would be watching home birthing. We'd be talking about vaginas. We'd be talking about vulvas. We'd be talking about all that shit because if you love women, you understand their bodies and how, how many holes they have, where you come from. Me and my daughter watch home birthing videos. She probably watched them too early. She's like, I don't want to be a mom. Probably, I probably scarred her for life. <laughs> <little bit. laughs> Maybe. But it's important that we be comfortable and know the power of our bodies and men too, where you came from. Like, these are very important things that need to be normalized in general. It's not some big scary thing that only happens once in your life when your wife gives birth and then you pass out at the hospital, you know, like to respect respect women's bodies and to respect our power, you have to know the, you know, the power of what we do and how, and it's that we're not here to just provide you pleasure and entice you with titties, you know, like these are for, for nursing and this is for birthing and like, those are things that we have to discuss for them to be normalized
3: but when when you're having those conversations how do you i don't have kids so when i think of like having a five-year-old watching a, a home birthing video how do you see that she's comprehending that s-
1: she, well my, my daughter like like to watch her 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 birthing video okay and then she had friends who are home birthed and she's watched those very young like my home girls have had you know her younger like cousins are home birthed, and she's seen those videos and then we could watch also animals be birthed Got and it. so the, the the art of birthing in general isn't some foreign scary thing because we've been doing it since she was almost born and, and it's so, also a
3: personal connection too because she's watching her own she's so. watching
1: her own and she wants to she sees Shia's, she sees you know chances birth and so it's and you know it's just not... And even a vagina, it's just... Different. I think it's about starting it er- that early. You have yeah. to start it that
4: early if you really... So that it's not like okay and now home birth <laughs> you know it's like yeah <laughs> you know, that makes I think, sense yeah. yeah having the conversation i mean it's never too late like so if you're listening right now and you're like oh shit my daughter's six what am i not okay if you don't want them to watch home birth whatever that's on you but you still have the opportunity to change the narrative and the trajectory of how you want your child to view things and like i'm like i said like i'm trying to do some unlearning of some shit right now that like i was an oversight for me that I even realized like oh my god what she watches, of course, I know affects her. But I, there's so many times where me and I are just trying to get some fucking work done. I'm like whatever, and I'm like, just watch whatever. And then now I'm like, whatever you watched wasn't right, like yeah. you know. Yeah. So it, listen, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. never too young, and even the race talking about race with your kids, like you know, with everything that's happening right now in the world, like there's never an age that's inappropriate to start the conversation.
1: It doesn't have to be based in fear. Right. But honesty—it's just never too late to be honest and real with your We kids. live in a yeah. world
4: where people are like, you, we can't say we don't see color. You can't. Oh, you can't. It just doesn't color. exist. It just does not exist. Yeah. So, and and a matter of fact, your kids see it first. They're like, yeah. "Susie's black. <laughs> She's why is she red? Like, you know what I mean? We're seeing color. It's just like you're denying what's in front of you. So. I don't know. I just feel like we have to give our kids more credit because people really think there's like
1: all these, these certain milestones you have to hit before you do certain things. and They're actually smarter than us. They just don't know how to use their words yet.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like, and I would never, again, I would never like speak from a mom perspective and be like, well, I would do this, that, because I know it's obviously completely different, like when you're in it. But like I I, my nephew was over my house this past weekend and I was like damn he's so smart and they're going through this like he plays lacrosse and said that and this was a year ago and said like he, and I think he he's 11 and he said like another little white boy was like said to one of his um, teammates he said I'm gonna do to you what my what my ancestors did to your grandmothers and I was like
3: Oh no. I, oh, he has 11? What?
0: 11. Oh, he said he's killer. getting his ass whooped. And so I'm the cut. little, so like I be, you <laughs> know, know, this the the motherfucking
2: mama getting her ass
0: beat. She fucking taught him that shit and they didn't that was the thing they didn't tell their parents until like they got in a car they just see them scuffling and and we're talking about lacrosse this is an extremely white sport right thinking that they're like tussling you know it's obviously three black boys and he was like no he was gonna whoop his tail and i was like you do know like you you should like kick someone's ass fuck all that like well no you shouldn't whoop you you should literally kick their ass saying that like because like you guys are saying like these things are taught You know, like for someone for an eleven year old to say to another black little boy, like, I'm gonna do to you what my ancestors did to your grandma.
4: He automatically knows that you're black, you are lesser. Automatically. That's what he knows. That's what he knows. that's what he believes.
0: Like there's probably four black boys in the entire team. You know what I mean? Like and it's a Catholic school. So it's like all of these things. So to have these conversations early at five, like I I, I literally I commend you guys because I do. I think that like that is the hardest job on earth, like being, and I ain't never done it. And I know that is the hardest. And I think
4: job. even like, just to go back to that though, like having these conversations, obviously as black people, we have, we, we may not have it early or whatever. We have to have these conversations regardless because we're yeah. black. They come yeah. up, but like white people, like we just did this, uh, we did a, a, a chat with Ray King, who's Sean King's wife. Okay. She's a diversity educator and, um, a a good friend of ours. And she, we, we invited pretty much, we invited moms. We really wanted to target white moms. Like we really wanted white moms to be in this conversation with us because they're the ones that are, they really have the biggest job to do. They are the ones that need to be having these conversations with their children Mm -hmm. because we already, I'm already going to, I'm already going to have to teach my, my daughter or my son how to, what to do when a police officer pulls them over or what to do if a little boy. you know what I mean? Like, they have the responsibility to have these conversations and like I, I i hope and pray that it seems like what's happening right now it's we're not letting up and like thankfully like i think people are are more engaged than ever because we're home i, I think it would have been a lot different if it wasn't covid right now Same. yeah but when we had that chat like we had at least like it was 90 we had about we had 90 like, percent white moms in there and that was really i hope there were some takeaways child i, I know there, that. there had to be I, I had takeaways you know so there there absolutely had to be uh, there was, and they were really they were open they were receptive do i know if they're gonna go have these conversations with their kids Do they feel empowered now that's my big that, that's all i could hope for that's all i could hope for mm-hmm. um because really their kids are future police officers their kids are yeah. future politicians and a lot of
1: their kids are black
4: too some of them, yeah, and some and of them aren't raising know? their and, kids and, as black
1: and, and, kids, yeah, and, that, and you gotta be that—that's very important too. You can't right. be having black kids that don't know they're black. That's huge detriment, mm-hmm. right? How did we get on this topic?
0: <laughs> I, was, I was literally somebody like about to be like, it's so much. I, I we could literally do a whole other hour with y'all, like, and I literally was like, ah, oh, damn, because I was about to go down a rabbit hole, and I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like stopping my word like like oh I want to go down a rabbit hole with y'all but we we not it's okay
4: you to come you're coming on our podcast so we to switch it's over momentarily
0: so, <laughs> momentarily so we'll we'll end with um you know what would you guys actually it, we're gonna switch it up for y'all well what would you tell your younger self but, what, but essentially like what would you tell your daughters.
2: Mm-hmm. What
1: gonna at say, any, any appropriate. age appropriate <laughs> what were you going to say at any age any age fuck niggas, <laughs> get money no girl <laughs> 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 i would tell me that that's never failed me <sighs> um
4: what would i tell her i mean God. <sighs>
1: Honestly, yeah. Like you're the most important. Like the sex, all the everything, all the other shit will be there. Trust me. Like cultivate your relationship with yourself. That is the the, the prime, most important thing, and everything else will come to you. I think yes,
4: that for sure, and also just be kind to yourself. Like be patient. I spent so much of my twenties stressed out about like. I don't know who I am. What am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? And it's like, you get, because in your twenties, that's when you're supposed to figure it out. Right. Like you're supposed to know. And like, (laughs)
1: and like, you know, I just, I would just be, just be kind to yourself.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: And make sure people are kind to you. Require that people also be kind to you. Yeah.
0: a word. Now that, that is a word. Yes. Twofold. Mm -hmm. Um, and what do you know for sure?
4: I'm the shit.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm the fucking shit. That's what's <laughs> <a> goddamn <laughs> for
4: shiggity. You know what? Cause, because guess what? I've been kind to myself the last few years. Mm. And I've been loving on myself in the last few years that I can really say that. Because before, I would feel like, I can't say that. That's yeah. not, I don't feel that way. Or maybe mm-hmm. I do, but I don't feel like I'm allowed to say that. And I feel like more people, more women, men, period. We need to
0: Word. be feeling
4: on I'm ourselves.
1: I'm, I'm shit. the shit, even when I'm a work
0: in progress. Right. Even yeah. when I'm a work in progress. Mm. I love that.
1: That's I how I feel a quote.
0: today. A quote. <laughs> uh, that might be the quote, child. Write, write, write okay. that down.
1: Put that in your phone, okay? <laughs> 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 you're like, I'm the shit.
3: Hold on. <laughs> even a work in progress. <laughs>
1: and me like yeah what would you what
0: do you know for sure
1: i just put i just added that on hers and shit <laughs> <That> don't
3: count <laughs> like go call me I mean, out we're
1: one of the same that was <laughs> the gold I mean, I, no I, i'll take that though I will, I will take that i'll take that i love that um i can't i don't know if i can think of another one yeah i'm just gonna No, that that's one. fine no because <laughs> i really did i was about to
0: like scrabble it down on my little notebook um <laughs> so we'll end with um a quote and it's please stop overthinking life like you have to have an answer to every feeling or situation. That's not how life works. We figure we figure it all out by just living, by messing up, by missing an opportunity, by seeking advice and not taking it. We learn what's important and what isn't. Sometimes we have to know sometimes we have to know I d okay, there's a typo in this. Sometimes we have oh, my bad, I can't read. Sometimes we have no So it's idea. no typo. <laughs> Sometimes we have no idea what to do and it's scary and it's okay. But remember that everything will work out exactly the way it's supposed to be. It always does. That was a paragraph, okay? I
3: was about to say, like... I I agree
0: y'all know know all the answers right now it's fine i was struggling to get through it you know a work in progress child okay
3: (laughs) but you still the shit though
5: (laughs) you're the shit shit.
0: Uh, hello even though i can't read (laughs) 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 it depends what day same here girl same here girl it was a long you know i'm like looking back at it and i'm like this was long as shit but anywho (laughs) um you guys, I, I cannot wait to meet y'all in person.
1: I'm I I'm know. So, How long are you gonna be here when you come this weekend? Are you coming are this like, weekend?
0: This weekend, and then I'm there for like four days though the, the weekday throughout the weekday. You so like
1: the, the so like Monday, Tuesday? Wednesday? Yeah. Monday, Tuesday. We can do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, <laughs> you, not, coming you coming this
1: weekend? You're not coming. Oh, no, next weekend. I was like, wait, what? Oh, okay, well, I'm gonna be gone next weekend. I thought you said this weekend. Oh no, the seventeenth? No, I'll be back the 17th. I should yeah. be back. Okay. So we go offline. This is 17th. Okay. Well, I'll okay. be here. Okay. <laughs> okay. We, we here,
0: we got this. Um, where can people find you guys? Uh,
4: you can find us on Instagram at good underscore bad choices. You can listen to our podcast on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, you can find us on Patreon where we have bonus secret episodes, a lot of random content that. Y'all just should probably see because it's ridiculous. Um, and you can you have to search us because apparently we're considered explicit. So you have to actually search us in your search bar: patreon.com backslash Good Moms Bad Choices. I swear, all
2: these motherfuckers—they just be trying to hide the black creatives. They do That's another rabbit hole
0: that I don't got time for.
4: Same with Instagram, <laughs> okay. but
1: whatever. Right?
4: They be really <laughs> hating. Yeah, it's
0: true. All love them. Um, you guys, this was amazing. Again, I. I Love this. We might need to do a part duh. Um, yeah, like we, another. Yeah, we're of.
4: always down. We're always down. Yeah. You know we might have to do one in LA. You come,
3: right. out. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be there.
4: Ow, 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 tequila,
1: oh, tequila, told, tequila. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> tequila, tequila. Don't call me Jamila tequila <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Jamila tequila. Oh my gosh. Well,
0: thank you guys again so much for coming on the show and yeah. And now we're about to you got do your show.
1: It yes. I'm just going to drink refill. Bye and we'll ladies. you back here.
0: Okay, <laughs> bye. See you in five. <laughs>
3: what you believe.